All right, let's uh, let's do it. Alright, you good? I'm good. Alright. Awesome. So hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Don't Touch My Cigars podcast. My name is Aaron Aiken and I am the host of Don't Touch My Cigars and the creator of The Old Soul. This is a weekly podcast covering the latest cigar regulation and legislation updates locally. Actually, no, not locally. Uh, in your state and at a <laughs> federal level. My intent with this podcast is to keep you informed with the happenings on a regular basis with uh, cigar regulation and uh, what you can do to protect your rights and also educate you along the way in other areas of life as my lovely wife and I see fit. So Correct. speaking of which, you can introduce yourself. I'm Lindsay Aiken. I don't really have much to say Not as as an intro. Okay, that's fine. Um so this podcast is available to Old Soul community members before anyone else can hear it, including bonus content, which uh, primarily is listening to it live. And then it is shared with the world via all major podcast aggregators. You good? My cigar is a little bit um, tight. Got it. Uh, if you listen, the biggest thing that I ask is, not the biggest thing, but uh, something that would be really helpful is if you would leave a review and rating on iTunes. Uh, the Old Soul. What do you need? I was going to get your cutting oh, board. It's in... Uh, it might be in my, my brown bag. Sure. You sure? sure yeah. Okay. So The Old Soul is a community of people who enjoys cigars and the cigar lifestyle. It's a podcast keeping you current, as I stated, with the current cigar legislation updates and other banter. It's an online cigar lounge, and most importantly, it is a quarterly cigar lifestyle magazine curated and supported entirely by the community. You can learn more by going to theoldsoul.community and join for just $5 per month. At the end of every episode is a full song for your enjoyment. I encourage you at that time to light a cigar, sit back, relax, and enjoy. 
You can view all current and past show notes by going to shownotes.theoldsoul.community, and please feel free to add comments within the show notes. All right, I think that's my script to start. Audio sound okay to you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's good. All right, so what are, what are you... Uh, let's, let's do uh, what you're smoking. Okay. I will try to get a review of it or a um, write-up. Well, I can't read it very well. The lighting is terrible. My eyes are the worst. I think it's um, La Aroma de Cuba. It's a little so far. Now I just let it so it could change. Correct. What initial notes are you getting? I'm not sure that I'm going to enjoy it. Got it. Why is that? A little bit too strong for me, I think. Okay. So like, peppery. Yeah. I thought I was just going to say the only word I ever use is if I don't like it. Okay. Is peppery. All right. So it's stronger initially. Mm-hmm. Can I see it real quick? Yeah. Okay. I think I found it. Do you want me to read you the uh, description I found? Yeah, definitely. All right, so an original Cuban brand from the late 1800s, La Aroma de Cuba, has been reborn in the house of legendary cigar maker Jose Pepin Garcia in Esteli, Nicaragua. In the wake of its revival, La Aroma de Cuba is now an uh, enterprise synonymous with quality and value. Precision. We still have fireworks. Still have fireworks. Uh, <laughs> precision blending of the finest aged Nicaraguan tobaccos provides a consistent medium-bodied profile. Connecticut Broadleaf wrappers uh, rouse rich hints of brown sugar and cool spice. Phenomenal earth and cedar notes endorse the bold, smooth uh, finale. And that's all they have for you. Hmm. I don't know. So we'll see. I guess, right? Yeah. What is the, what were the notes? What did it say? Uh, the notes cool that it says. Cool spice. Uh, cool spice, uh, which sounds like deodorant, and brown sugar. Notes oh. that. There nope. you go. I don't get any of that. All right. We'll see. We'll have to remember to check in as you get further down see how you like it. Yeah. So that is the La Aroma de Cuba. I am smoking. I need to be more prepared. How many did you get? You went to the tobacco company? I bought three. All different? All different. All, okay, so this is a Brickhouse cigar, which is made by the J.C. Newman Cigar Company. And I got it in honor of Bobby Newman. Uh, let's see, yeah. Man. And see, I thought waiting for 9 o'clock, I'd be safe. Like, the the noises of the neighborhood would calm down. <coughs> never. No, never. Well, because now it's dark enough. I mean, people are buying fireworks. Yeah. They're waiting. All right, so I found it. Uh, this is the Brick House uh, by the J.C. Newman Company. I have a Churchill. Um. What is a CI? Yeah, their descriptions are so long. Do you They're read the good, though. Read the whole thing? I mean, maybe not the whole thing. Okay. Get to the point. Well, 
Okay. Originally created by Julius Caesar Newman in 1937, Brickhouse has been a stalwart in the industry for decades. The brand gets its name from the family's house in Hungary, a, you guessed it, brick house that housed the family up top and the tavern they uh, rented on the bottom. Typo. What does it say? The tavern they read on the bottom. Oh. R-E-A-D. Today, Brickhouse has stood the test of time, still delivering a top-shelf complex, handmade, at an extremely wallet-friendly price. Agreed. Was it? Yes. Um, I, so I went in there. My goal was to buy cigars that were of a certain price point, like no more than seven. Whoa. That one was close. That was close. Yeah. So this cigar, six thirty-five. Not bad. Not bad, right? Uh, so a wallet-friendly price. Uh, Brickhouse is a gorgeous Nicaraguan puro crafted with a dark reddish-brown Habana wrapper and a robust blend of Nicaraguan long finger fillers. The result is a medium to full-bodied cigar that's rich, flavorful, and smooth. Notes of earth, cedar, pepper, and coffee are. Uh, complemented by a toasty, slightly sweet finish. Well-made, tasty, and modestly priced. <laughs> I mean, get used to it, babe. I think they're going to be going off all summer. They started in the beginning of June. And it's only on Saturdays, apparently. No, the week. At 9 o'clock. No, I just, I just feel like they get real loud when we're doing this. Wow, you're more tuned in, too. I am. Noises. Yep. So those are the cigars that we're smoking. Um, I am I am hopeful that in the future, like maybe the next one, I'll have... Uh, so for the Old Soul magazine, Gen F is going to be the feature, right? Yes. And I want to, on the podcast, part of the point of the podcast was to review the cigars as yeah. we're smoking them. Yeah, we'll both have one. Correct. Yeah, the same one. Yeah. Um, so I want to start that hopefully next week. We'll see if I can get... I have to find a shop that sells them. Correct. And I uh, get them. And I don't, I'm not aware of any local shops that carry it, so I'll have to look around. Yes. Do a little field trip. Yeah, maybe. So is that cigar new to you? It is. First time I've had it. Um, I'm smoking it in honor of Bobby Newman. He's still living. He hasn't died. Okay. He's the, uh, I want to say president of the J.C. Newman company at this time. It's a, been a family company for eons, right? Right. Um, so there's some really great federal news that I want to share. I don't feel like my audio is too good. That's it is, totally fine. It's totally fine? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he, he's been all over um, like podcasts, and uh, I've heard him interviewed, I think, on three podcasts that I listened to. So he's really been hustling the um, federal regulation, pushback, uh, leave comments, etc yeah 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 mostly because of the impact it will have on his company so i thought uh, based on the good news we have this week i would smoke one of his cigars oh good since we had a have a good update to share good um otherwise you're drinking your usual i know same old same old which is a um rum and coke per use i was gonna mix it up but i just didn't feel like it yeah i always usually go to this one because I'm old and I need the caffeine and the Coca-Cola to stay awake. <laughs> it tastes good, too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, a good summer drink. Great it's refreshing. Summer drink. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I'm surprised you haven't 
you're such a bourbon guy. All you drink is bourbon. However, on the podcast, no one would know. Well, all you drink is Moscow Mule. Well, because I I, w- I want to drink the entire time. Okay. And, and if I'm if I'm drinking, I'll leave that for my guests. With future guests, they can drink bourbon the entire time because okay. then they will become uh, lively, lively and entertaining. Yeah. I need to remain composed Got somewhat. It. Um, so this it's a safe. Got it. It's safe that for me. That makes sense. Yeah. And it still tastes good, so it's, yeah. you know, um, and it's, I mean, I'm sure I'll switch it up in the summer, or yeah. excuse me, in the winter. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But that's what it is now. Uh, so otherwise, with this episode, mm-hmm. uh, do have some really good federal updates to give, um, and then that's about it for the updates. It's very pretty short, Okay. but it's very good. And then you had a birthday. I did. A few days ago. 25, right? Yes. Right. 25 till the day I die. Right. And uh, I got you a new Zycar lighter and a new humidor, your first. Yes. Correct. So during this episode, I want to walk you through how to prepare it. Okay. So it'll be educational. Yeah. And content. Yeah. Um, Does it all sound good to you? Anything else you want to? No, I was going to say that I use my, my new lighter. I'm obsessed with this. I wish it had more info so people could find this exact one because it's that good. It's oh. a gold Zycar lighter. They obviously have other colors if you don't want that. Single flame. I just think it's so weighty. You can tell it's a nice lighter in comparison to, I don't know how many lighters I've tried. Right. A lot. A lot. Yeah. But I really, really like this one. So I think it's called the Zycar Zidrus. How do you spell that? Well, you spell Zycar, X-I-K-A-R, and the next word is X-I-D-R-I-S. So Zycar, I assume you carry the Z sounding X. <laughs> right, okay. Zidrus. Okay. But that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's good. Highly recommend it. Glad you like it. If you like a single flame. Not everybody likes that. That's my preference. Right. What's yeah. yours, did you say? What's what? Now? What's your preference? Although you, you matches. just use match. Yeah. If I can relate with matches, I prefer matches. Really? Yeah. But out outdoors, um, I don't care how many flames it has as long as it lights my cigar. No, I hear you. Uh, but if I can, if I'm indoors and if I have matches accessible or handy, yeah, I will use them. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's more, it's, uh, it's more natural light. Lighting experience. experience, yeah, okay. it's a good experience. If I could get my hands on some good cigar matches, yeah, like the long ones, that'd yeah. be that'd be awesome. In the future, for sure. So yes, yeah, so it's car Zidrus lighter, and um, that retails for seventy. The humidor was your run of the mill, probably twenty to twenty five count. Right, it's a small box. Small box, <laughs> uh, no brand anywhere, so it's just it's right. It's a good starting humidor. Which I don't need. I don't. I smoke maybe one a week on purpose. I don't want to smoke all the time. Um, I'm very much Miss Mom life over here. And I don't really smoke in front of my son, although he knows that I smoke cigars. It's just kind of my own preference and how I do things around here. So... 
I just needed a small box, yeah. honestly. My stuff was just impeding on Aaron's larger humidor, so now everything's separate. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. You can obviously still use mine if you need to. I'll just charge you maybe a dollar. Oh, I'm going to have rent charges now? Dollar. Dollar per cigar. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the issue with this is as soon as I get... Um, I'm, I'm, of course, right when I get this, I'm down to eight cigars, maybe something really small. Um, so I'm looking at getting a bundle of 20, which at that point, they're not all going to fit. It's like the 20 is going to fit in here and it still be. That's correct. Yeah. Right. Cause we all know, even if it says it holds 25 or whatever, right. it doesn't. Yep. So. Nope. It's no big deal. It's yours yeah. for what you can fit in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it, since you're becoming a saddle, a yes. sister of the leaf, you yes. need to have your own. Yes. Own stuff. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get into that. For okay. sure. Yeah. Uh, so, let me get the updates out of the way. Okay. Uh, so, with the FDA, FDA's attempts to regulate premium cigars... Uh, under the Tobacco Control Act, um, there have been two cases, right? Two court cases that have been in play. Right. Uh, one in Washington, D.C., the other in Plano, Texas. Um, so I have two really big updates on both of those cases. Okay. Uh, but first, the uh, advance notice of proposed rulemaking is currently open for comments until the 25th of July. So we have 18 days remaining. Uh, oh, by the way, Lindsay, we forgot to say, today is July 7th. No, I thought of it. You did. You didn't say it, though. So this it's July well, 7th. We're recording in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I'm Aaron. This is Lindsay. Yes. And we have 18 days remaining until the 25th of July, at which point the commenting period for the advance notice of proposed rulemaking that the FDA has issued will close. It currently has 6,227 comments. Wasn't stuck at three before? Something? It was stuck at 3,300. Okay. Uh, I, I went to leave a comment. Yeah. Like went through the process uh, just to see if I would at that point find how right. many comments. So if you go to view the comments, it shows you there are 6,227 results. Got it. Okay. So that's, that's what I'm assuming is the number of comments. Correct. Right. Okay. So that's great. Yeah. That is really awesome. That's a ton of comments. We still need more, though. We do. I mean, that's that's almost double, almost double what it was just a few weeks ago. Right. So people are hitting it, uh, I was going to say, well, hard and heavy. So it's, <laughs> it's going really well. So the, keep the comments going. Um, related to that, the IPCPR, so... We had heard from Greg uh, Zimmerman that the IPCPR was going to have a a mechanism that would allow people to leave a unique yet detailed and informative comment for the FDA. Correct. They did, I saw on their site today, release something, but it's specific to retailers. Okay. And it's still just copy-paste text. There's nothing really unique about it that's okay. different. So since our audience is uh, probably mostly... Uh, comprised of consumers, consumers yeah. uh, I have a link in the show notes to the Cigar Aficionado um, blog post that um, 
they published, and, and it includes a very good detailed comment that people can copy-paste. Um, the thing that I would recommend is that you modify it as much as possible prior to submitting it so that it appears to be unique yeah. as a whole, so that it's counted as a single comment and not lumped in with everyone else's. Yeah, as you're re- maybe don't even copy and paste it. Have both windows open. Be reading it and paraphrasing what it's saying yeah. so that your comment's unique, but you're saying the same thing. Right, and maybe maybe just copy paste the medical scientific data that they have included. That's because that's the biggest Correct. thing. Right. That the FDA is looking for supposedly is still trying to understand how scientifically right. and everything this is different than cigarettes. So you need to include that. Maybe you just copy paste that. Oh yeah, yeah. The um, add your fluff to everything right, else. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. So link in the show notes to the Cigar Aficionado website um, blog post where you can just copy paste. So do that. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, because it is working. Um, well, I think it's working. Uh, so the two cases, one in Texas, one in D.C. Uh, so I'll cover the first first one in um DC, because what do you want, the good news or the bad news first? I should say that. Definitely bad news bad first. Bad news first. Okay, yeah. so we'll go to Texas. Okay. Uh, so in Texas, uh, previously, where? Hold on. Did I mess you up by saying bad news first? No, no, no. I just, I misread this. I had it up top. I had, okay. it, I had it first, actually. Oh, okay. I just thought yeah. I'd give you the option anyways. Oh, okay. Uh, so the court, uh, the case in Texas... Um, is uh, suing the FDA um, regarding the label warnings that they want uh, manufacturers to put onto the boxes and ads and, and everything. I just saw boxes with the new labels on an Instagram account for a company, which I won't call them out just because. It I, is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. You can't even see what the cigar is. You have no idea what brand it is. You don't know what it's called. The font and everything on these warning labels is so huge, bold and clear that that's all you can see. Yeah. The box is irrelevant at that point. Right. It could be anything. Right. And so the, the primary argument that is being brought against the FDA in these court cases is this is, a, this is impeding upon the cigar company's First Amendment, their freedom of speech. Okay. That's the route that they are taking. Got it. And well, I'll get to the good news, but the good news, okay. the good news used the recent uh, Supreme Court case with the uh, in California having to in like a pregnancy centers display certain things. Right. That was ruled to not be the case because it was violating those centers. Uh, they didn't have to do that. Correct. Right. Because it was violating free speech. Right. So hold that thought in texas uh the fda had previously asked the judge in that case to move the case merge it with the case in dc got it they claimed it was very similar there was no need to have two separate cases when they were both primarily the same right the judge uh previously denied that request but then earlier this past week granted the request so she went she reversed her decision Okay. And they will be combining the cases. Okay. Um, the cigar groups 
part of that lawsuit have um what do they do they appealed it okay i have to remember these legal terms because it it matters they've appealed that decision um but it's kind of up in the air if they will if they will take that back or not based on the good news that i have okay Uh, so but uh, despite the good news i think it's bad news that the fda now would only have to focus on one case okay and not two I think it's better if you can have your enemy divided. Remember, I was trying to yeah. look up <coughs> look up the quote yeah. for dividing your enemy. Yeah, I think it's better to have the FDA having to fight as many court cases as possible. Right. But in this case, the judge in Texas is granting permission for them to merge the two. Got it. So that's the update when te- in Texas that I think is bad news. Yeah. But the good news in Washington D.C. So also previously, the judge in Washington, D.C., had spoken really um, negatively towards the FDA and the regulation regulation that they were imposing um, actively now and considering in the future. Right. Um, but despite his negative comments, he still ruled in favor of the FDA. Um, but that was also reversed this past week on your birthday, July 5th. Um, and he has... Let me get to the language here. Um, he has granted a stay of execution okay. for the cigar companies. And according to the ruling, the label placements have been delayed until 60 days after an appeal uh, that has to be ruled on by the D.C. Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals. Okay. Which has a date has for that has not yet been set. Okay. So the deadline was August 10th. Now that is no longer the case. Right. And it's not even the case until 60 days after uh, a decision that comes out of this appeal. Got it. Which there's been no date for that at all. Right. So it's a temporary reprieve. It's not a permanent decision. Right. But it's good news in that uh, they don't have to do it for August 10th. And there's really nothing in the future on the horizon. Right. That says we'll have to do it in the near future. Right. We assume they will, but we don't know. So it's still up in the air, but there, there's no court date set for that appeal. Right. Um, it's moving in the right direction. It is, just yes. slowly and not concretely. Right. And I, and I have to think that with all of the comments that have been placed uh, towards the FDA's advance notice of proposed rulemaking with people contacting their senators, with the senators submitting that letter, remember the letter they submitted to the FDA. Right. Right. And while I don't think any of that could legally influence a judge— because that's right. He's looking at it from the law. Right. It's coincidental that all of that happens, and then in the next week, that ruling is reversed, and now they don't have to put the labels on. Right. So I think it's good news. Right. They're getting added pressure. Correct. Which is what we want. Correct. So all of that being said, um, it's it is working. The comments are working. Contacting your senator is working, and we need to keep doing it. Right. So. Uh, take advantage of the show notes and leave a comment to the FDA if you have not done so already. Copy, pasting. It's so easy. Just very simple. Do it. Yeah. And then also, if you haven't done so already, contacting your senator and asking them to say yes to Senate Bill 294. Uh, and I have a link in the show notes for that as well. So, doing those two things and uh, also joining the CRA would be very uh, beneficial to the cause. It's super cheap. Right. I put in my uh, in my in the e- email newsletter. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? Fight today for your freedom tomorrow, or something like that. Yes. 
which is the case. Well, so yeah. it's, uh, it's good to stay on top of it. Uh, so that's the big federal update that I had, okay. which is pretty big. Uh, as far as states go, it is now official that Maine's tobacco purchase age has gone up to 21. Uh, so that passed earlier this year, and now it has gone into effect. Okay, correct. So Maine is now up to 21. Uh, da, 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 that's all that I have for updates, actually. Very short. That was a light week. Yeah, light week. Uh, but the the uh, trade shows trade shows coming up, IPCPR trade show. So a lot of the uh, news is regarding the trade show. Got it. I'm not too at this point. I'm not too concerned. Yeah. Or I'm not following it very closely. But Got it. a lot of the news was around that. Got it. So there we go. How's your cigar? It's getting better already. That happens to me, you know, like the initial light, first couple draws. I'm like, mm, I don't know about this. Right. But then it, I think it's whether or not it tastes smooth to me or not. Cause I've had stronger cigars where I maybe wouldn't choose it, but it was still tasted smooth. So I could deal with it. It was still enjoyable. Maybe wouldn't have it again, but it was fine. It wasn't like I can't smoke that. Um, but this isn't, this has mellowed out in general. Already? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I haven't gotten far into it at all. Good. So we shall see. Excellent. It could change again. I you hear never you. never know. I hear you. <laughs> all right. So do you want to talk humidor and all that good stuff? Can I get a um, a drink break to refill my glass? Absolutely. Yeah. Quickly? Yeah. I mean, you could say whatever you want to say. It's going to take me two seconds. No, go for it. I mean, I think what I'll do is, um, and you can uh, chime in while you're making your drink yell and stuff if you want to. Okay. Um, so the cost, I thought I would kind of cover the cost of getting started with the equipment. What, for like cutter, lighter, yep. humidor? Yep. Those beads? Yep. So the ingredients or the hardware that you will need if you're going to start um, enjoying cigars more uh, by yourself, uh, i.e. you're not going into cigar lounge all the time and you're not always using the shop's lighter and the shop's cutter um, and you're not just... Uh, so you're, you're storing cigars at home, right? And you're going to be enjoying a cigar... Away from the cigar lounge, you need to have a lighter, a cutter, and a place to store your cigars uh, are the three primary ingredients. Uh, so the you do not have to spend a lot of money on any of these things. But I'm just going to cover, I'll cover what I bought for Lindsay um, because I think they're all really good quality. And then I will also kind of give you lower ballparks that you can totally do and still get away with it. So uh, the lighter that I got her, I paid 70 bucks for. Are you I good? Have, I have the hiccups. No. Yes. Lindsay. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll turn the music up here. Uh. <laughs> to be continued.
Do good. Uh, you know, I just held my breath until okay. I thought I was going to pass out. Are you really including that lighter? That's so stupid expensive. No, I want to. I want to include that because that, that's, that's like a, uh, I mean, it's a higher end lighter. Yeah, I mean, but you can get for one sure. for like free or $15. Exactly. So I want to cover, I, I kind of want to cover the, the, the route that you okay. can go. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm pulling up the cutter. Wow. Is it that much? Oh, man. What? Right. The one that you have? Yeah. I don't know. I paid 55 bucks. I don't know that. I've had that. I have had that cutter, I don't know, for four or five years. The scissors, little Zycar scissors that I carry. Anyways, okay, so the... That's a whole different topic because there's so many different types of cutters. You got to find out which one you even like first. Correct. Guillotine are probably what everyone starts out with. It is because guillotine is what they give away as freebies. So if you go to any show, any event, cigar event anywhere, if yeah. you buy a ticket, you're going to get a bunch of free stuff. And one of those is going to be a plastic guillotine cutter. Yeah, and yeah. a cheap lighter that may or may not work very well. Right. You you can spend on a cheap, really good lighter, 20 bucks. Right. It'll, it'll last you longer than your $70 lighters. And you'll probably lose the $70 lighter before you lose your cheaper lighters. That's just, how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Sunglasses. Exactly. Yeah. You get so Gucci sunglasses, you'll break them. You go to Walmart and get a pair for $5. You couldn't lose those things or break them if you tried. Right. So the same holds true with these. Um, I was not as prepared as I wanted to be for this, but that's okay. So the lighter, this is iCar lighter, 70 bucks retail. Um, it's a butane lighter. It... Um, Zachar has a lifetime warranty, so if it ever is broken or damaged or doesn't work anymore, you can send it back, and they'll send you a replacement with no hassle. And this particular uh, one is a single flame. It is single flame. Um, I won't get into the details of, of the lighter itself, but so you, you can you can safely spend anywhere from, I would say, 15 to sky's the limit. Right. But 15 bucks, you can get a decent butane lighter yeah. um, for your cigars. So talk to your local tobacconist about that. Uh, the cutter, so Lin Lindsay, you, you like using the, uh, this is a freebie that I got. It's a plastic guillotine. It's super cheap. Very I cheap. I just fell in love with, and I don't, I don't own one. I just used one this past week, maybe the week before, a deep V cut, which I didn't know was a thing. Never yep. heard of it. Never saw anyone use one. I just, I don't know where I've been, but I think that's my preference. If right. I'm going to buy a cutter, that's what I'm going to get. And that was the, Zy that was also Zycar. Uh, so there were deals going on around Father's Day. You could have got it for 30 or 40, okay. depending where you were. Yeah. The retail is 50 and it's considered a deep V uh, cut. Which yeah. is good for, it's really good for torpe torpedo uh, cigars, but it works on any any shape. Yeah, for me, I don't usually gravitate towards a torpedo just because of cutting it. Right. A guillotine is like a joke. I don't think you get a good draw because the cap is so high on it. 
I don't think you can cut enough off to get a good draw through it, at least for me. So I would have to, yeah, I would try one with that. It depends. Yeah. 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 The deep V is a good cut, though, for sure. Uh, let me see here. So lighter, 15 on up cutter, you can get one for free. Uh, the ones that we're talking about, 50 bucks, is like a really good, high quality um, cutter. I mean, it's going to always do a good job. Yeah. You don't want a super cheap cutter. No. Because this guillotine here is a piece of junk. It's not that sharp. And even when you use it, it's kind of, it's just really <laughs> flimsy. Yeah. The There's a big difference between cutting with this freebie that I have and then using like a $50 guillotine it's so solid it's so sharp it's got weight to it yeah it's right? yeah it's <clears throat> totally different yeah i mean the, the cut the cut is um it's really important to get it right the first time how much is a punch i feel like they gotta be cheap i don't even include those in my really no one uses no that no, was no, no, another no, no, thing no. that i tried Pe this past week was somebody cut mine with their punch and I've seen those all over the place. I just never, I don't know. I just felt like there was no way you could get a good cut in your cigar with those. And it worked out fine. It, yeah, it, and it, it depends. Okay, so I just looked it up real quick. You can okay. get you can get a punch. It's, it's a plastic thing. Um, the casing is plastic. The it's like always like a little keychain thing. A little keychain, 10 bucks on Amazon. There you go, $10. Yeah. If you're on a budget, <laughs> get a punch. I mean, you can get any... You can also, there's, I'm looking at the results here. Yeah. There's guillotines for 10. What, on Amazon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I mean. Who even thinks to go on Amazon for that? Here's a stainless steel cutter uh, for seven, which I would not trust at all. From Jibipt? What type of cutter? Uh, just a stainless, it's a guillotine, just a stainless steel. No way. Guillotine cutter, yeah. I don't think so. Not saying it won't work a few times, but it, it you you eventually get what you pay for. Right. For sure. Uh, oh, definitely. So the punch, the I I asked Jose Blanco about this at a blending seminar that I went to. And he he spoke negatively towards punches only in the uh, way that people use them. He said it's a fine cutter. Okay. But what you have is people like with your cigar using the smallest cut, the smallest punch on that size, that size of a cigar, which is probably a, I want to say a 50. Yes. Right. So they'll use the smallest punch, which will not open it up enough. So you're going to get a bitter draw eventually because all the tar is going to build up because the cigar does not have enough room to breathe out. Interesting. Right. Whereas they do make punches that are larger you would use the larger punch and that would uh, that would be okay. And nobody does that. I've never people people that use in my well. I just Just say what you want to say. Right. Don't so I, edit it so much. I won't. I I know. The people that you've seen that use a punch, they only have one size. They only have one size and they're you know they they don't they're not like cigar people per se. <laughs> <laughs> His face. I wish you guys could see his face. Stop beating around the bush. I just think a, I think a punch is a it's a low class way to cut. A, it's a, it's a low class way to open up your cigar. People are on a budget. They prioritize where they're spending their money. 
if you're buying a punch, you're not spending your money on cigars. You got dollar I sticks. I know. You do you. You do you. And that's the beautiful thing with cigars. You can <laughs> you can smoke whatever you want. You can cut it however you want. You can light it however you want. Absolutely. I just I look down on people that use punch. Let me just say, don't don't buy cigar shit on Amazon. For the love of all the things. Even though we're giving you ballpark figures with Amazon. Go to Famous or Holtz or at least go your to a cigar place. Local tobacconist. If you're going to go. Which Aaron did, by the way. He went to Tobacco Company, I which did. is local to us. Brick and mortar. And got me the lighter and the, the humidor. Anyways. All right. I got you way off topic. That's okay. Uh, so... We covered the lighters, the cutters, the uh, humidor. I wanted to real quick. I, I spent $30. I think it, it came out. It was twenty eight ninety five dollars uh, at Tobacco Company. There was some, like, deal of some. There was a percentage that he knocked off. Okay. I think I got it for 23 Yeah, because I was going to say, this, this type of box, and it's small, plain, it, like, I don't know, cherry wood type of finish coloring. I was thinking 25 bucks because right. I, I got maybe about the same size for your for your first humidor, but I had it um, personalized, yeah. so that upped the price, but that was still, it was under 40 bucks. Right. So those are cheap. Yeah, they're cheap. And, and so, but that being said, there is something that I still look for. Okay. Um, so if you open it up a little bit, right open it and then close it down and now drop drop but drop the lid when you get down to the i did okay so you drop the lid yeah and you don't hear it close right it does it's not wood hitting wood right there is a seal that the humidor has to have in order to keep the humidity in you should it should basically catch itself and then slowly drop down from there got it so i tested that out before i bought it so this is cheap, right? It's a cheap humidor. Right. But I wanted to make sure that it at least had a good seal. The Got seal it. is a really important part for the humidor, no matter what price you're paying. Right. Uh, so that is one thing that you want to check. You you raise the lid up, you bring it down, and before you close it, just drop it and let it close itself. It should kind of kind of like the drawers that you have in your kitchen. Right. Where I should say that if you've upgraded your kitchen in the past 10 years, 15 years, whatever, you could like try to slam your kitchen drawers shut. Right, and, and it's not going it to. It catches yeah. and then slowly goes in. That same action is what a humidor should naturally do based on the seal that it has. It should never just slam. If it slams, the seal's broken. It's not good. Right. So that's a very important thing to uh, be aware of. So 30 bucks for that. So I'm at 100 so far with your with the letter I bought you. Okay. So 70, r- yeah. roughly 30. Yeah. Um, then... You have, can you toss me those? Yes. You need to uh, humidify your humidor. Did you put the butane? And the butane, yeah, I'll take the butane. Just because I want to say something about that. Uh, So with the, what are these? Uh, So, okay, so when you humidify your humidor, the humidor is going to come with a a built-in, well, not built-in, but it's going to come with a humidification device that comes with every humidor. Um, my personal experience with those is they suck and they don't work. Uh, so I always buy, you can get little jars, humidification jars that have little like, um, like the water beads that Mozzie has in his bedroom. Yeah. 
I don't know how to describe them. They're polymer beads. Polymer or something. Okay. Um, thank you. The I'm really quickly looking. Okay, right. So Humicare is a brand that's really popular right. for these. Uh, it's a little jar. Um, it has beads in it. And you fill it up with distilled water. And it costs 10 bucks. And distilled water is like nothing. Distilled water is like a whole a, gallon, a gallon is cheap for like I don't know a dollar maybe. Maybe <laughs> it's, it's so cheap. Yeah, so you you just uh, so you there it would have a black lid on it. You take the black lid off, um, fill it up to a line. They have a line noted on the uh, actual plastic jar, mm-hmm. and you just fill that up with distilled water and plop that in your humidor when you're after you've seasoned it. And you can get packs and stuff, but you want a jar for your. Don't get confused. I, I, yeah, I recommend the drawers. I mean, some people, they'll, they'll use the Bovita packs all the time. Oh, really? All in the time. In the, in the humidor. Yeah, just, just because of the ease of use. I mean, it's just, it's, it's kind of set it, forget it. Got it. Change and it out. And for me, I think that's more travel. Change it out every three months or so. Got it. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think those are great for travel, but um, I, don't, I don't use them in my humidors at home. I prefer to right. do it myself. So that's ten bucks for that, for the uh, humidification device. Uh, then you need a hydrometer, and some humidors will come with a hydrometer. Um, it'll have a dial, like an old school mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I recommend a digital uh, hydrometer, and I want to find hydrometers. You can spend a lot of money on these, or not much at all. Um, the digital one that I use is twenty bucks. And it, it will uh, show you electronically the uh, temperature in Fahrenheit or Celsius and then the percentage of the humidity, the percent level that you have in your humi- humidor. So that's 20 bucks for that. Okay. So what are we up to? About 130 130 Yep. If you're buying a $70 lighter. You could do all this under 100 no problem. Uh, then the next thing, as far as additional things, you need butane for your lighter. Correct. Right. Uh, get a name brand for okay. sure. Don't don't get any knockoffs or generic or whatever. The I'll say this. The biggest thing I look for in a can of butane is if the needle is metal. I've used, you can get these with plastic needles. Okay. And in my, in my experience, they do not fill the lighters properly. Interesting. Um, they'll... I, I have experienced air being injected into my lighter with a plastic okay. needle. If you get the metal one, that kind of helps to avoid that. So whatever brand you go with for butane, get the stainless steel or at least the metal needle. Do they have the, so for how sure. do you know that? Just get a name brand? Like what? what are the name brands? No, no, no. Like how are you supposed to know if you're buying it online or even in the store? That it's going to have a metal or plastic tip. Oh, I always, I've bought them in the stores. I've never bought butane online. That you might not, I mean, you probably can't depending on. Unsure. Yeah. But take take the lid off and, or ask. What's the brand? On this one? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to say it. Well, I'll spell it. Lucienne, L-U-C-I-E-N-N-E. I have no idea. There you go. That's I, the recommended. Well, no. I well, <laughs> I, Okay. I mean, it, it has a metal needle, mm-hmm. uh, but 
all of your larger accessory companies, lighters, cutters, they will also sell butane. And so it's usually trusted. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Um, so while How we're much on is that, yeah, you okay, let me look, let me look, let me look. Butane, sidecar again. Because uh, this one, uh, I'm trying to look for one that I've used here. Ten bucks, maybe thirteen. Okay. Yeah. So what? One forty now. Mm-hmm. Just make sure it has a metal needle. Yeah. That's the key. My cigar keeps going out. I know you never have issues with that. Mine is starting to change. I'm about. I'm past the. I'm getting past the initial one third. It's getting a little. Little peppery for me, again. Again. Yeah. All right. So I don't know. I love the label on this. I want <laughs> to love it. I really do. I've been saving it. I have this and the, there's maybe two other ones, which I always, if you don't know a cigar, you do kind of have to judge it by the label. There's really no other way to do it. But um, their labels have intrigued me. I'm like, oh, I'm going to save those. I'll test them out for the podcast. Yeah, it's but art. This one's kind of, I don't know. I, I really want to like it, but I don't know that I do. Right. That's okay. And I might try it again later i've done that before where i didn't really like one right. for whatever reason then i tried it several months later i'm like i actually like that i don't know what yep what was up with the first time i had it right. but anyways cool all right that's good i'll check in again i yeah. guess you haven't gotten far in yours i have not it's part of the issue is is the setup right because you're you're doing a lot of talking and you can't actually have a microphone and he has a um I'm sure there's a name, but a foam, not even foam. Is it foam? Yeah. A foam casing around his microphone, which seems like a fire hazard Correct. if he gets too close. Yep. So his does, <laughs> his keeps going out, but I think it's more our setup than maybe the cigar. I would agree. Do you? Yeah. Let me light this again. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So we've covered lighter, uh, humidor, butane, hydrometer, and humidification device. Yes. Okay. Uh, so now, and cutter, we covered that too. Yes. All right. So the most important thing that you can do after you've purchased your, did yours go out? After I just said that I'm wow. not having issues. All right. <laughs> So go ahead, relight it. I'm going to talk through the steps. Okay. Or if you want, wait until after we do this. Okay. It's, a, it's entirely up Are to you. Are you going to have me do this? I am going to have you do it. Okay, I'll wait. All right. So you have your uh, humidor, and you need to, what they call, season the humidor. And uh, that is preparing it for humidification. So right now the wood is, uh, it has no... Um, it is not saturated. It d has no liquid. There's nothing in there right now that will keep it humid. 
Which I have to say, didn't tobacco company kindly offer they did they, to they do this for me they offered to do it for yeah. you but i said this is a learning opportunity for Lindsay. it's a teaching thing for me uh and it'll be a great podcast topic yeah i know you have to do it because aaron's obviously done it with his but i don't actually know what i'm doing or why right and, I, and i've done it uh even for so when brandon actually for his birthday last wait for his 30th birthday I bought him humidor, hydrometer, and uh, beads Okay. for his birthday. And I seasoned it for him just because I didn't want him to have to worry about it mm-hmm. type of a thing. Yep. So basically, it is extremely simple to do. Are you going to get hiccups again? Yeah, I'm just going to hold my breath. All right, I don't so answer. All, all that I do is, uh, and I don't have everything here, I just realized, but we'll, we'll make do. Uh, with this here i have a little jar what, what are these called little uh a ramekin dish that's uh, what's called a ramekin okay. dish i poured distilled water <laughs> into a dish into a small bowl into a small bowl i have a new sponge okay so all that you are going to do is dip the sponge in the distilled water wring it out so that it's not dripping and you're just going to wipe this over every wood surface inside the humidor. Top and bottom. Top and bottom. And you don't want to have drops of water. It's just you're you're just kind of coating it with the distilled water. So dip it. And so Lindsay's dipping it. So we, we would in the future have like a live video feed or something. Correct. Showing this. So Lindsay has dipped the... Uh, clean sponge in the distilled water. I'm just gonna do half a side. That's fine. Because of she's wrung it out, and now she is. And so, so you, I can see that it's you wet. can see that it's wet. Okay. Okay, it's kind of like painting. Right. You you know where you've painted, where you haven't painted. You know where you have put uh, distilled water or not. And once you feel it getting a little dry in the drag or in the in the uh, in the wipe. Yeah. Get some more distilled water, and repeat. Sides and everything, I'm assuming. Like the inside sides. Correct. Yep. Play some music for you. Yeah, for real. Can you look at it and let me know? Yep. Before what? I do the top? Absolutely. Can you tell? The lighting is bad. Up front. You missed a little spot up front there. I can't see this. Yep. The front. That's fine. So every surface. Like this? Inside, outside, sides. Can I get it? Yep. I even do the edges. Okay. As well. So any, any unfinished natural piece of wood. Okay. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. Okay. Did you say what this does? 
Like why I'm doing this? Well, it prepares the wood for... I mean, the, the goal with the humidor is to... Since I'm talking. The goal with the humidor is to hold it as close to 70 degrees Fahrenheit and 70% humidity. Uh, some people, like uh, Jeff, a uh, friend of your dad, he prefers to keep his at 80, which I told him is a bad idea because... In my, I mean, I, I, I have never experienced it, but I've heard if you have your cigars at 80 or higher for a long period of time, you're going to have little beetles start coming out because the tobacco leaves, right? C- cigars are a natural product, right? So it's, it's nothing man-made here. It's from the earth. And there are little microscopic eggs that are most likely present on every cigar in your humidor. And uh, if you keep your cigars at 80 or higher for 15 days or longer, you'll probably eventually see little holes in your cigars where beetles hatched and chewed their way out of. Uh, so that could infect your entire humidor. So you want to keep it at 70-70 is my, that's my goal and what is mostly recommended. So by saturating the wood, or not saturating, by, by getting the wood prepared with the distilled water, uh, you are setting it up to hold at 70% humidity. Got it. That's what that is accomplishing. And then you have your so you're preparing the wood for that, and then you have your humidification device, these beads, little water beads. That is what will help to keep that level in the humidor. Now it's already starting to dry, but... Yep. that It all looks good to me. And so what I do... Are they really going to start barking right now? Yeah, they bark all, all the time. of the time. So this is what I have always done. Okay. I don't know where I picked it up. I don't know if it's accurate or not, but I've used it for all my humidors and it's worked. I then take a plastic Ziploc bag. Okay. All right. And close it and set that inside. Set this inside your humidor on the bottom. Yeah. Get your sponge wet entirely. Okay. With the distilled water. With the distilled water. So the sponge that you use to wet all the wood, right now squeeze it out. I'm going to do this side. Yep. Very small bowl. Yep. Okay. Yep. Set that. Yeah. Other side. I don't know how you describe that. So the sponge side up. Doesn't matter. Set the sponge. Yeah. On top of the plastic bag. Okay. And close. Don't put the polymer beads in. Not yet. Okay. Nope. Because we, we want to make sure that the wood itself is humidifying it enough the sponge is going to so what we do now okay we have this sit for 24 hours okay so it is oh, that's right that's why he said that's why he offered to do it correct so it is now ten fifteen on saturday evening so tomorrow night okay we'll, we will put a, a hydrometer in there let it sit again overnight and then we'll see if it's reading at 70 70 approximately okay um so the sponge sitting in there will just kind of help uh, the wood draw out any more of the distilled water Correct. and take that in. Um, what we also do, and I, I meant to prepare for this, but I, had, I forgot with everything else. So the hydrometer, uh, this is one that I had in my second humidor. Okay. I don't need it. So you're going to use it in yours. Okay. Um, so you don't need to do this, but I, it's a step that I recommend. So y- you buy a new hydrometer. You need to first regulate it. Okay, you need to you need to set the hydrometer in an environment of seventy percent humidity. Okay. 
a way to do that is to uh, put this in a Ziploc bag, the hydrometer, in a Ziploc bag with a little bowl, something like what we used here, okay. a little dish that will fit inside. You could, I've seen people use the top uh, bottle caps of milk okay, or soda. So it could be really small. Really small. Okay. Fill it up with salt and put in a few drops of water into the salt. Not a lot. You don't want it to be saturated entirely. Okay. Or you don't want you don't want the salt to dissolve and be swimming in the water. You right. D- you just want the you don't salt, want salt water. Okay. You don't want salt water. You just want the salt to be wet. Okay. So put that bottle cap with the salt that is moist with the hydrometer into a Ziploc bag and shut the bag for three hours. Within those three hours, the hydrometer, or I should say the bag, should get up to 70%. Interesting. Okay. okay. So then, after those three hours have passed, you look at your hydrometer. It may or may not be at 70, depending on how this thing was set up originally. Right. There's a knob on the hydrometer. You turn it until it gets to 70 itself, till it reads 70. Okay. And then it is regulated. Got it. It will now read correctly. Okay. Based on where the uh, hydrometer is set. Okay. So once we have that, then we will set the hydrometer in your humidor and see if the humidor will read close to 70% humidity. Got it. Yep. Does that make sense? Yes. Any questions? Did I I miss any, did I miss any points that a a new, uh, well, when do you put the beads in after the 24 hours? After the 24, once you know the humidor is, is set, is ready. So this is reading, the hydrometer is reading at 70. You're, you've seasoned your humidor. Now you can fill it up with cigars. Okay. And when you fill it up with cigars, you're going to create other items in the humidor that will soak in the humidity. So without an additional device replenishing the humidor. Like a humicare or whatever. Correct. It will, if you wouldn't have these, the, the humidor, depending on time of year and where you keep your humidor, it would uh, drop below 70 which you may not want, Correct. which okay. I don't, which I don't recommend. Okay. Um, so the little beads here will help to keep the humidor regulated where it needs to be Got it. while you have cigars inside of it. Okay. It is best to keep the humidor, I would say at least half full all the time if possible. Correct. So like right. my, my current larger humidor where it's that it's real low right now, that's yeah. not recommended. Right. That is bad. Right. Uh, you want to have it at least half full in my experience. Half full is a good way to keep, okay. keep it regulated. That's it. Easy peasy. It isn't too hard. No, no. that works. Yeah. The, and the, the biggest thing with the humidors, especially where we live, right, we have changing seasons. We have uh, four seasons yeah. throughout the year. I argue for two seasons. The fall and spring don't exist. We have summer for a few months, too, and then winter for 10 months. So during the summer, right, your house is going to be naturally more humid where we live because of the air. Right. Right. So during the summer for our home where we live, I put my humidor in the basement. Correct. During the winter, it is also hard because we have the heat pumping. Right. Right. Which creates dry air. Right. Right. So the air is not as humid during the summer. So during the winter, you will have to keep up with your humidification device, your beads. Right. Whatever you're you're using to humidify your humidor, you have to keep up with them. I check mine like every week. Okay. Just to make sure they are okay. Yeah. Um, So that's uh, the season changes are where you have to kind of learn for your your climate what is necessary. 
Yeah, you may truly have to move them around your house. Absolutely, yeah. So that's it. Uh, you know, I, I I have friends that keep their cigars literally in a gallon, like a, a freezer, what do they call it? A, uh, yeah, gallon bag. Gallon bag, bag, freezer bag, Ziploc with uh, Bavita packs all the time. Awesome. And that's yeah. So the humidor, it displays really nicely. It is the recommended way to go. Right. But in a pinch, you can totally just use a Ziploc yeah. bag. Uh, the myth I don't know where the myth came from, but people putting their cigars in their freezer. I don't I've know. heard of that. I Why? No idea. Where I'd did that come from? Amateurs. Because <laughs> your freezer is not going to have any humidity. Right. So you don't keep your cigars in your freezer. Right. That's bad advice. Yeah. I mean, the plastic bag is not a bad way to go. If you're like on a real tight budget... And you just want, you know, you're going to have what, like 10 cigars on hand. Yeah. That's probably fine. Get one of the, um, those travel packs. Uh-huh. We've traveled like that before for vacation and stuff. Our travel humidors hold like five at the most, but I think we have like a three and a five. Which if you're going to be gone for seven to ten days, not that's enough. not really cutting it. No. So we do use, that's when we use the plastic bag. Yep. That works fine. Well, We've never had issues with that. I've gone plastic bag. I've also done the, uh, uh, what are they? Um, Tupperware? Not Tupperware, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. What do you call this? Zip yeah, like lock. a Tupperware container. Tupperware container. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, because it, it creates the air tight environment seal. Yeah. seal and i'll put in a little jar of the beads it's not gonna get smashed that's one downside right to the bag to the bag yeah you can smash them in your luggage where if you had a tupperware container yeah tra- traveling you'll be good traveling with cigars and keeping them while you are en route to your destination is a whole nother uh concern because mm-hmm. if you like in our case we drive down to the beach and if we are like we stay overnight on our way there, I bring my cigars into the hotel room with me. I do not leave them in the car because if I leave them in the car, the car is going to be in the sun. It'll be over 100 degrees. Exactly. In there. It's, they're going to be ruined potentially. Correct. Right. So you want to always when you're traveling, be mindful of where your cigars will be kept for long periods of time. Um, so I've I've used the uh, Tupperware container. And I'll just take that up to the hotel room with me uh, so I can keep an eye on things. That way, when we get to the beach, I know my cigars have been well cared for during the travel <laughs> uh, time and will not you be ruined. You can enjoy them. Yeah. yeah. You could also not buy cigars, or excuse me, you could not take cigars with you and just buy down there. You could do that too, but I prefer to take my own cigars. I know a lot of people do. I mean, it's... Well, you smoke so many there. You would... Right. It would be... Yeah. I mean, you know... I'll still go to the local shop. I've done that. It's hard to find. I mean, cigar shops at the beach, at least the ones that we go to, It's we're not going to Florida. No. That'd be different. Right. I think it depends on location of what beaches you're going to. There's pretty, 
they call it, they're just like generic tobacco shops. So it's real hit or miss as to what well, types of cigars are there, what brands are there. Well, and the one, the one that we, the beach that we go to, it's a vape shop. Is that what it is now? And a hookah shop. And they sell cigarettes. And they have a humidor for cigars. They sell everything, everything. for everybody. Got it. So it's selection hit or miss. smaller. It's hit or miss. Yeah. So anyways, it doesn't even matter. Just saying. Yep. Different ways to travel. Yep. So uh, you don't have any other questions for the uh No, se- that was seasoning? really easy. I wasn't sure what we were. Yeah. I wasn't sure what we were going to do. I don't remember you doing that, but you obviously did. I wasn't sure. Yep. And like in the the humidor that you got me, it has a tray. It's kind of multi-level. Correct. You season the tray as well. Okay. Any piece of natural wood. Every part of the inside of that humidor, season it. I mean, it makes sense because that natural, that's just going to soak everything in. Correct. Yeah. So that's it. It's really not too complicated. No. No. So it's very simple to do. You can uh, Google it. You know, there's plenty of YouTube videos out there explaining it. People probably have different ways of doing it, but this is the method that has worked for me. Right. Yep. So that's it. You can easily do this for under $100. Easily do it for under $100. Definitely. So getting started with cigars, not, not cost prohibitive. Now buying the cigars. I was just gonna say the habit of smoking cigars, though. Well, I don't. I wouldn't. Mm. I wouldn't say the habit. I think that's a poor choice of words. We don't want to say habit. No. The. What do you want to say? The luxury of smoking yeah. the cigars. Absolutely. Okay. It costs costs more than, you know, whatever else. Yeah, I don't usually buy the cigars. Aaron has. Well, I shouldn't say that. Recently, Aaron has been the one purchasing the cigars, and because we both smoke, and because of the podcast and the fact that it's summer, we're smoking more than usual, I guess. So we need to be purchasing more. So I was online today. Oh my goodness. I was really thrown off by how expensive... Like, I know my go-to cigar is the Oliva Connecticut Reserve. I go in Tobacco Company, it's $8.30, the price for the cigar. You don't really think about that as far as to purchase a box, which I know we kind of talked about this last week. Correct, yep. As to, like, where to buy cigars or whatever. So I kind of, you know, I don't need a box. To me, that's clutter. I don't. Coll- I know people collect the boxes, and they like to have a box of cigars. Me, I don't need a box. I'm gonna throw it out. I don't want to pay for it. So then I was changing my search to bundles to try to cut off. Heck, there's probably like a ten to twenty dollar price difference depending on what you're looking at. It still was so expensive. I couldn't yeah. believe it for the, at least for the cigars that we smoke. Which maybe we need to... I I was trying to find cheaper brands. And I do think I'm going to try a different brand. I've never heard of it. It had good reviews, though. Um, 
I don't know that I'm in Argyle. Mm-hmm. Is that yep. what it was? Yeah. <clears throat> never heard of it. Never heard of it. Never seen it. Doesn't even look familiar. I don't think I've ever seen it. Um, Argyle's a sweater correct? or design a pattern. Yeah, a pattern yeah. on a yeah on a sweater. I think of um. Not run. What's his brother? Russell. Yeah, Ru- Russell. Simmons. Yeah, Russell Simmons. I swear that guy made the Argyle sweater famous. Um, but anyways, but I think that's what I'm going to try. It was like 20, a bundle of 20. How much was it? 30? Or was it 40? It might have been 40. I think 40. 40. Yeah. So two bucks. So two bucks a stick. Right. I think for the reviews, I'm going to try it. Yeah. But I know you can get it cheaper, so I don't want to sound like I'm some cigar snob. But I don't usually smoke a $2 stick either. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm kind of nervous because 20 is a commitment if you don't like it. I've thrown bundles out. Whole whole bundles after smoking one? Mm-hmm. I know. These be- these reviews better be accurate. Because if you don't enjoy the cigar. What's the point? There's no... I'm, I I have suffered through cigars in the past. And I don't. I don't. I suffered I'm through... I'm so quick to get rid of them. So the Rogue? Yeah. By Gurkha? Yes. It was a $10 cigar. And I, I should have stopped. Right? Right. So if I have a cigar... If, if I buy a, a box for a bundle... First of all, if I buy a box, it's probably going to be a cigar I've had. I know I'm going to like it. I'm not going to have any problems. Oh, with yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to buy. Right. If I I'm, agree. if you're like, you know, buying on budget or price, getting a cigar, a bundle of cigars or a box that I've never had because the price is too good to pass up. If I don't like it, I'm probably not going to keep it. Right. I highly doubt at that price, keeping it in the humidor for a few extra months is going to change the, the taste enough to justify keeping it. Right, and if you have cigar-smoking friends that are legit cigar smokers, you can't even bum them off on them. No. It's going to be like, what the hell is this? Right. I don't want this. Right. I mean, gonna know. Right, so maybe you do <laughs> You do keep them in a second humidor for when you have family over or people over that, that want to have a cigar but they don't smoke cigars. Right. They're going to smoke half or a quarter. Right. And it's okay if they throw it away. Right. Right. That's a, that's a good good catch. But Which I'm hoping is not the case. Correct. Based yeah. on these reviews, we will see. It sounds like it'll be okay. Yeah. The only reason I even looked at this cigar in the first place is there was some, what are they, like a sampler? Yeah, like a, it was a sampler of Connecticut's, I think, right? Yeah. Which had a Leva. It had all the brands that I know and love though they would just be safe good cigars and it was another 20 bundle but then this random argyle was in the mix that i've never heard of never saw right i'm like oh my gosh yeah so So i'm kind of hoping that if it was paired up with all these other ones that it's good correct yeah. I don't know. That's logical thinking. Absolutely. You would hope so. Yeah. yeah. But the price difference, that was a $70 bundle. 
which is still not bad considering the other brands. Like I said, this Argyle brand, I'm not really, I don't know anything about it. Um, so in theory, if they're good, I'm saving 30 bucks. If they're not good, I'm wasting 40. Right. We'll see. It's okay. It's worth it. I think. I mean, it's at least worth it. I mean, you can't hurt to try at that mm -mm. price. No, there were cheaper ones, which I, I I'm not going to try that. Is it, you know, like a 20 for 20? No. Of Argyle or whatever brand. They usually have, a lot of brands have a low ball stick out there. I'm not really, I'm not willing to try that. No. Nope. So I didn't go for the cheapest. I agree. Argyle <laughs> cigar out there. I agree. Just saying. Yep. How's your cigar? It's holding steady. I haven't got that much further. I don't know why. It's well, very slow burning. You just relit it after you seasoned your humidor. Correct. It was Correct. out for a while. Yeah. It was just sitting there. So far, so good. Good. All right. Yeah. Yours? Oh, you're really far on yours all I have gone. I've gone halfway through. Okay. Uh... I would say. What did it say? Mild to medium or medium? Uh, or what's your assessment? Medium. For okay. sure. Uh, based based on what I smoke, this is a medium. Okay. In, I should say, it's a medium in strength. In flavor, it's very light. Okay. Uh, and it is not complex. The so this was a Churchill size, so I think it was seven inches. Okay. The flavor taste has not changed hmm. in half of the cigar, which is fine for some people. Yeah, I was gonna say some people might like that. It's just the same the whole way through. Right, and I don't necessarily mind. I don't know. I mean, I'm different when it comes to two cigars maybe i'm not inspecting every inch right per se w for a cigar that i'm not re not reviewing right but uh it's consistently the same got it not complex <laughs> got at it all. got it the draw is perfect the combustion is great it is burning extremely evenly mm -hmm. so the uh, wrapping was done very well the rolling and everything was done very well so it's a good, easy cigar. There you go. Which you can't complain about. No. 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 I, I would honestly, I'd give this one to your dad. Even though it's a medium? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. How much was that? Do you know? Six, thirty-five oh, okay. or whatever. Okay. I forgot. Yeah. So, and your dad smokes mostly, he gravitates to more of a mild cigar. Definitely. But I think because this one does not change, it's not becoming uh, stronger as, or it, the taste is not becoming different. It's not right. changing. The strength is not changing either. It's it's maintaining. Right. right. I think he would enjoy it still. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. So, a good brick house. They they so this is the. Uh, I don't think it was called the Maduro, but they had a Connecticut. Okay. Uh, Connecticut cigar for Brickhouse, which 
which I guess would be mild the yeah. entire way through. Yeah. So, good medium. Yeah. Yeah, easy. Good. For sure. Yep. I also got the, uh, I got two other ones. Um, the uh, AJ Fernandez Hoyo, H-O-Y-O, Hoyo, Hoyo. Have you had that? I've seen I that. I have. Yeah, it's a good cigar. And one I haven't had, I don't know the name of it. All it says, it says Padron, and I've seen Padron labels, but this is not the typical Padron lab or uh, wrapper band. So I'm unsure. Huh. Let me see. It just says Padron handmade. Interesting. Yeah. But it was with all of the other Padron cigars. With the traditional Padron band that I recognize. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that is a older version or older cigar. Importado. Right? Before huh. they changed their banding or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, so I don't know. Unsure, but I figured I'd try it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, the AJ Fernandez... Any cigar he does, I have yet to have a bad A.J. Fernandez cigar. Really? One that he has done for himself or one that he's blended for other companies. Yeah. So, and I've had that one before. That's a good, great cigar. It sounded familiar. Yeah. It's cold. I'm freezing. Cold. My feet are numb. This, this would have been, tonight would have been a good night to have two other people here. Because it's so cold in this garage. Yeah. For sure. Like, I am freezing right now. Yeah, I'm really cold. <laughs> Pennsylvania, man. <sighs> July, what, July 7th? Is that what today is? It was Saturday. Yeah. 7th. Yeah. Cold. It's really cold. I hate Pennsylvania. It should be hot right now. Yeah. But every, I mean. Last night it got in the 50s. I know. It's all perspective and what you enjoy because I know some people were relieved that we were dipping down in temperatures again, which I can't relate to. I don't get it. They also they also complain when it's winter. The people that like today, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they complain every day of the year, yeah, no, no matter what the temperature yeah. is, unless it's today, and it's like in that sweet spot, which what that it's July and it's. What, what was it? Not, we were still in the eighties. No, today, seventies. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Seventy-eight. I think was supposed to be the high. Cold. Yeah, for the for July, that's not. I couldn't sit out in my beach chair in my backyard, <laughs> and detox my body. I like sit half naked, sweating to death. Yeah, I like to pretend I'm in Florida. Mm. It was the perfect day, in my opinion, and I think our whole neighborhood's opinion, for yard work. It wasn't hot. I mowed, edged, weed whacked, trimmed bushes, was weeding our garden. You were great today. I basically didn't break a sweat. Yeah. No, it, yeah, it was a good day for that. 
Yeah, sure. the whole neighborhood was out taking care of the yard. Yep. If you hadn't mulched already, today would be a good day for mulching. Who's mulching? The exactly. If you're mulching, you missed it. I know. Okay. I'm saying, but if you yeah. hadn't done it already and no, you were waiting for another another perfect day to mulch. No, it was hot. And not break a sweat. Balls when I mulched. Oh, my God. This was the day for you. Yeah, today would have been the perfect day for right. that. Yep. No, I was mulching at like mid-90s. Yeah. Still looks good. Yep. Were you making fun of me for the yard work? No. Oh. I'm very appreciative that oh. you enjoy it and do it, and I don't <laughs> have to. Seriously. You don't have to hire it out. Nope. Or do it myself. Yeah. Because I wouldn't do it. No, you wouldn't. You would wait too long, and then that would irritate me. Our grass would be way too high. It was too high for me today in the backyard. Oh, my goodness. You're not supposed to. I think they say you should only be taking off an inch or two max when you cut your grass so you don't shock it or something. I don't know. Which I guess I, I can see that. That makes sense to me. In the front yard, I'm always good. It doesn't grow very much. I barely take anything off. And along the street, I wouldn't even really have to mow. It's just, I don't know. It doesn't grow. The backyard, I don't know what the length of the grass was, but I took that sucker down at least halfway. I'm thinking I'm killing our whole yard right now mowing. No. It was just so high back there. Well, we had a lot of rain in the past few days. Hot weather and rain. It was yeah. like greenhouse effect back there. Yeah. Which is good. I'm not complaining. I just hope I didn't kill our grass. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I think we'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any more cigar news? I did that not. That truly was it. No. Oh I mean, the, the only other... No. And I think I actually took it out of the show notes. Like, I'll put stuff in there. Yeah. And then we get to it. I'm like, nah, I don't really care. The, uh, uh, let's see if I can undo my deletion. Yeah. That was the last thing I deleted. The uh, IPCPR moved there. So they have the trade show coming up. Right. Uh, it was in the Westgate, which I guess is a hotel. Okay. I assume so. Okay. I don't know Vegas. Okay. This is in Vegas. Right. To the Las Vegas Convention Center. Okay. Uh, because of um, reports of a suspected outbreak of the norovirus, a serious version of the stomach flu Ugh. at at the Westgate Resort and Casino. What? So because of that, the IPCPR has opted to move its events away from the hotel. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I threw that in there. I thought that was interesting. When is the event? When is it? <coughs> this coming week? <laughs> okay, so with the... I with Okay, so with cigars, like, when I, so I have a feed, there right. are a, a, a bunch of automated rules and stuff that I have uh, feeding me every day, cigar-related news. 
and probably 95% of them are cigar reviews and announcements of new cigars or whatever. Right. And I just don't care. It's too much for it's just too much information first of all. The norm the, the normal person doesn't care. Yeah. You're if you're writing those you're writing it for the few. Yeah. yeah. So the so it's July 13th. They're lucky they found a spot. You know it. Yeah. To move that soon. Yeah. It's like a week away. So next Friday. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Next Friday through the following Tuesday. Got it. Um I mean, it's a big deal for retailers, and it's a big deal for manufacturers because they're announcing new cigars, especially with all the FDA stuff going on. It's a big deal to launch a new cigar. Yeah. Um, so it's it's important for, a, for the industry. Right. For sure. Um, but I just personally don't care. Well, not every new cigar will even get locally, right? It depends on who's carrying what. Right. So. Yep. But it's where uh, retailers can find what's new, stock up on what they like. Yeah. Get good deals. Yeah. No, I hear you. So anyways, they, they moved it, though, because of the uh, virus that's going around. Gosh. Yeah, it's like a summer version of the winter summer flu. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, but no, I mean, it's been a very slow, non-newsy news week for cigars. Um, I'm going to take that as a good thing, though. Yeah, no, it's all good. I did randomly see, and I don't have it in front of me. I don't even know where I saw it. Not related to cigars at all. Related to uh, Pablo Escobar. Okay. The amount of money he spent on a monthly basis on rubber bands. Uh, what in the world where in the where would you even see that that's so random <laughs> it was actually i think a random instagram post the question is who posted who it? posted it yeah uh so see i hate how they oh if they refresh it they reorganize everything it's a pain in the ass Where do I? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. All right, getting close, getting close. Where? Here we go. All right, so according to uh, the cigar, or excuse me, the uh, Instagram account is only classy. Okay. It's like a guy's yeah. Instagram feed of like yachts and yeah. like crime guys and fashion type things. Okay. So he spent uh, 2500 on rubber bands every month. And uh, $2.1 was written off in rubber bands because of the... Uh, Rats would eat it in storage, or it would be damaged by water or lost. Interesting. So twenty five hundred a month, <laughs> and wrote off two point one billion for damage in rubber bands. 
Wow. Of which were used to wrap cash. <laughs> which is awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, I agree. That's amazing. hilarious. So it's a picture of him at a desk with rubber bands and cash, and then in the background, just bookshelves of cash. So I don't even know what to say about that guy. I have no comment. No, but I, so it made me think, though, like, I want to have on this podcast, like, random crazy tidbits of yeah. whatever factoid that I can find. I thought that was pretty interesting. 2500 a month in rubber bands. To wrap money. Correct. To hold your cash. And then to write off $2.1 billion because it was lost, damaged, or eaten by rats. I don't know about that. That is hilarious. Yeah. Well, you definitely got random down. That's super random. Yeah. But interesting. For sure. Uh, trying to think of anything else I should talk about here. Uh, the old soul... What am I up to? Six subscribers or supporters. Yeah. I think. Sorry. I just want to be accurate. <sighs> Why didn't it just come up? Yeah, go there. All right. I'm at. <laughs> Hold on. What's going on here? The old soul dot community. I should know this off the, off the top of my head. I'm at six. Okay. I have six patrons. And I'm currently at 54 a month. Not too bad. So I'm 100 and... Uh, I'm terrible at math. No, I'm 96 short. 96 bucks short of my goal. Of 150 per month. So, getting closer. Yeah. Yep. That definitely takes time. It does. Uh, but I have started to write the first issue of the magazine, which is uh, what I have intended to do this entire time. Yeah. So I started this in March. I had to think about like when I started it in March. Okay. And now in July, I'll start writing. Well, you knew you wanted so to be writing right away. No, and it took yeah. a while to figure out who it would be. Yeah. There's a lot of technology in the background, so I got all that squared away. And now yeah. I'm just... What I want to be doing is write. So now I have finally got to that point. Yes, where you can focus. That'll be the fun part for you, I think. I would prefer to have someone else run the community aspect of it entirely. Yeah. I stop in every once in a while just to see how things are going, but otherwise it's there. Yeah. And I just write the magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Because my, my personality is too obsessed with the technology forget about why i started this thing yes i have avoided that i have gotten the technology where it needs to be i am now stopping obsessing over that and now can write yeah and focus on that yeah so i'm e eager to begin yes uh, so i've started that this week so when is the first issue out then september first, yeah the first issue should be out uh in september okay i have in my my task manager at the due date the very end of September. Okay. Because it's still technically September. Right. Uh, so I still have roughly 90 days. Okay. Uh, but earlier the better. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, because I think at that point that's when you have the actual tangible item that people can see. They can actually understand what went into it. 
Right. It's not just this theoretical idea that Aaron has. Right. So, um, the what I want to do now, though, so I have the featured cigar company. Mm-hmm. I want to have other things that I write about within the magazine itself because that's not going to fill. Right. That'll fill a lot because right. I want I want to do a deep dive on the company. Right. Uh, but I want to fill it with other, other things. So you you had mentioned this morning the cigar shop up in Clark Summit. Yes. Uh, so it gave, I think you had the idea of uh, maybe reviewing a local-ish cigar lounge. Yeah, and this one's newer. They've only been opened, They, um, what did I say, the end of November. Uh-huh. And it is a lounge and bar. They have a full, full bar, walk-in humidor. Um, I think they have some food dishes however i don't know that it's a full menu based on what they said um their website is not up yet so i just dm them on instagram basically to find out some more details about them right um but yeah since that one's newer i thought that would be a good idea to check that out yeah review it maybe take some people with us right yep um yeah so like it's another set another uh section Yes. Of the magazine. Yes. I would also like to do some type of write-up on a pairing. Yes. Pairing Gen F cigars with X cocktail drink, whatever. Yeah. That'd be cool. Outside of that, I'm open to ideas that my six community members have. <laughs> for sure. They'll have ideas. For sure. I hope so. Yeah. No, they will. Yeah. That's the whole point of this is for me to not necessarily build the entire thing, but have it community build well because Aaron's focus what he's most interested in and where I think your strengths lie would be in the deep dive about a company maybe insight on their reps or the owner the background of the company whatever um I think that's where your your passion's lie more so than the reviews and maybe some of the smaller articles right and even coming up with what those would be yeah because i'm not i'm not trendy or in tune to what is out there (laughs) at all well i'm all about reviews right like totally anyways no that's good I yep. think early September would be better. Yep, so early September would definitely be better, but September yeah. month yeah. of is when uh when I'll get it out there. Yep. Print and online. Yes. I have to figure out the print. Both. Okay. Yeah. So You'll be busy. Yeah, very. That'll be fun though. I'm mm-hmm. looking looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. I think so. we've killed every topic that we've covered yes. so far. Yeah. We're at almost two hours, hour and 44 minutes. Yeah, we yeah. need to. So we'll wrap it up? Yeah, All for right. sure. You can finish your cigar without having to talk. and. I know. I just let it go. That's it's fine. T- it's, I'll get better at it, I think, as this continues, but I have not yeah. mastered well, smoking a cigar while podcasting. So and hopefully next week, in addition to having a Gen F cigar for the people on the podcast, I would like to have at least one other person with us. Yeah, there's a tentative. 
Yes, there is a tentative. Yeah. Right. So hopefully we can get them. Yes. And that'll help to fill because I have interview questions for them. Okay. About their experience. Yeah. And then the future, once we have that all figured out, I would like to have, if I can have a rep or a cigar owner or whoever in the industry call in. Yes. That'll also help. Yeah. Because we can have four people or three people interviewing one person. Yeah. That'll fill up space. Yeah. So right now, just you and I carrying the water. Yes. For sure. But it was all good. Yeah. All good. No technical issues. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> so I'll go through my script here to end. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Oh, so uh, we have music. Yeah. Uh, so the biggest thing besides regulating your humidor that people can take away from this podcast is to protect your rights. You can take action via the IPCPR website, which is ipcprlegislative.org. Uh, or, and I highly recommend you join the CRA Cigar Rights of America, 35 bucks a year, uh, and they are lobbying on a daily basis in Washington, D.C. and elsewhere to protect your rights uh, from undue and uh, crazy regulation in the cigar uh, industry. So again, this podcast is available to Old Soul community members before anyone else with bonus content, including live audio. And then I share it with the world via all ma major podcast aggregators. If you listen please be sure to leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. As a reminder, The Old Soul is a community of people who enjoy cigars and the cigar lifestyle. It is a podcast like this one, keeping you current with cigar legislation updates and all sorts of other banter. It is an online cigar lounge. And most importantly, it is a quarterly cigar lifestyle magazine curated and supported entirely by the community, starting at just $5 per month. You can learn more by going to www.theoldsoul.community. At the end, here is a song for your enjoyment. I ask and recommend that you light a cigar, pour yourself a cocktail, relax, and enjoy. Until next week, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.